0: And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording Wednesday, February 21st with some Celtics talk. As you're listening to this, the Celtics take on the Bulls tonight. Celtics basketball is back, baby. So back. Uh, just I'm very excited. Sitting here watching highlights all week. Now it's we're going to actually have a long. game. Far too long. But uh, it's not going to be just us today. We had a guest on the show, Six Rings of Steel, uh, YouTuber. His name's Matt. Great guy. I've watched his videos for years since I was in high school. Um, he does rebuilds, does 2K videos, has another channel called SROS, which Six Rings of Steel, um, where he gives his takes on NBA, plays quiz games. Like He's awesome. Uh, we followed each other on Twitter for a little bit, so I asked him to be on the pod. He said, yeah. So he came on, had a great discussion. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, get into that interview now, and then you'll catch up with us after that for the rest of the show. All right. It's my pleasure to welcome in Matt Six Rings of Steel. You may know him from YouTube. You may know him from Twitter. No, I'm all over the NBA sphere. Matt, thank you for joining. How about them Celtics? How are you doing today?
1: (laughs) I'm good, man. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Sam, for having me on. I'm excited to talk about uh, your guys at Celtics today. I feel like it'll be a different point of view from what I usually talk about. And uh, I'm interested to see what you guys have to complain about the best team in the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) Matt,
0: I got to say, this is weird because I have been watching your videos for like years like since i was in high school so like this is very weird for me to like like be speaking to you right now because i usually just like listen to you at the screen so uh thank you for jumping on the show (laughs) we appreciate it very much uh and that's dope and uh, i know you just went to youtube full-time recently i saw your video on that so uh congrats how's that been going having fun you know obviously six rings of steel is right on the screen but like
1: how's that been yeah thanks man i appreciate that a lot um and it's crazy because i I recently just hit like my 10th year on YouTube and it's kind of weird I to saw. make me feel a little, a little bit because I started in like 2014, but it's been good. I think like the best part uh, has just been kind of like making my own schedule and kind of working my own hours and it's cool to like kind of devote everything and like we all have to talk about MBA. So it's pretty cool to like talk about that on a more consistent basis, honestly. I mean, yeah. Jack, you understand that yeah Yeah, making your own schedule
0: (laughs) i do freelance writing for a living so it's not quite as cool as uh, all the mba stuff that you get to do but i try my best we'll get there one day you know we're working we're (laughs) we're working towards it but um i figure we can start pretty general uh the celtics obviously 43 and 12 going into the break as i pull up the standings to make sure i didn't mess up the, the record of the team that i cover 43 and 12 heading into the break general thoughts on the team obviously they've been the best team in the east at the very least by a wide margin they have a four um, game lead up on the Timberwolves for best record in the NBA. From an outsider's perspective, what's impressed you about the Celtics? If anything, what do you think there could there's to be concerned about? Boston fans are pretty harsh, but from your perspective, what are you liking about the team? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think like straight out of the gate, I'm sure like, I guess this is old news to you guys, but just being able to watch Drew Holiday and Derek White defensively in the backcourt. I mean, I was just kind of going back to like the beginning of the year, being able to watch them. And I know when they played the Knicks, like I'll follow that closely as a Knicks fan. And you have to worry about one insane point of attack defender in Drew Holiday, and then pairing him up with Derek White specifically has been honestly like super fun to watch. And then obviously you're getting your your typical production from the Jays. Um, I guess maybe nothing has changed too much, like from year over year from Tatum and Brown specifically, but they're still both playing at completely high level. And then just adding Chris Ospor into that fold as well. Just someone that's been, sometimes I feel like an elite rim protector this year, and then also being a consistent three-point shooter. And then I know he's dealt with some injuries this year, at least kind of some time off, but relatively healthy. I mean, it's not like been too scary, um, anything out of there. And just having five, borderline all-star guys out there at the same time in the closing five has to be so much fun to watch. And I feel like you can rally behind that five and it's the best, probably five-man group you can have out there in the NBA. And I know a question I want to ask you guys like later uh, in this, but I do wonder, like, it's probably the Celtics Eastern Conference at the end of the day. Um, Obviously playoffs are different beasts. Rotations kind of get limited. Guys will be put off the floor. And I guess the big uh, weakness for the Celtics has been their depth this year, but I guess you have to feel as good as any other year. I know It's been same old story with the Celtics, kind of like not being able to get it done. Obviously, you got very close in 22, but you never had Christophs Porzingis and Drew Holiday with this core. So uh, I'm very intrigued to see what it looks like in uh, April.
2: (laughs) It was funny you mentioned 22. I think about 22 often. Yesterday, I was getting coffee. I was just sitting there thinking about it. It's an miserable. illness.
0: Like <laughs> Jack, I
2: texted you, what, four months ago? Just like midnight. I was like, I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe that they lost the game. It was four, like July. Like, it, it was just out of nowhere.
0: Right. It's, it's that's brutal. usually
2: when I think about it the most. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Like, that. that's what happened this week. All-star break. I don't have anything going on. And I'm just like, damn, they, sh- they should have won. They should have finished the job.
1: Yeah. I For me, I can't really, because like the Knicks haven't had much success. But like, <laughs> the Celtics are going to be here for a little bit. And they have been. But like. My comparison to that is like I'm a Mets fan. In 2015, they lost the World Series to the Royals and never got back, and I always think about it, and it's just like they were so close to getting it done, and it, it's painful. But at least your core is still very young at least, so the Celtics should be here for a little bit.
0: They better. Yeah, sure like <laughs> got some time. Yeah. <laughs> they got some time, for sure. Last um,
2: year, built you up just to kill you at the end.
0: <laughs> last year's playoff run it. was – I know Sam talks about it all the time. So, we didn't start doing like daily videos on the channel till like after the playoff run. But -hmm. there was a point in the playoffs last year was after the Celtics lost game five to Philly, and it looked like they were cooked. That we got in such a big fight because we were both so mad after the game that we just like stopped the recording and like didn't keep going. (laughs) Like, we were just mad at each other when we were really mad at the team. And so, like I said, Boston fans find stuff to complain about, it trickles down through everything. And so, as an outsider, mm-hmm. I have some topics here okay. that Celtics fans have managed to complain about this season, whether it be players, whether it be part of the team. From people who cover other teams that are fans of other teams, you look at the Celtics, you're like, they're 43-12. You have nothing to complain mm-hmm. They find stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't get it, right? Because top of the list, something I've seen almost more than anything else, people hate Luke Cornett. And that doesn't like it's just it, it you laugh but like you'd be shocked I hate how him. many people and for a third string big he might be the most talked about third string big in the league because <laughs> there's nothing Celtics fans love more than to cl- uh, complain about Luke Corner. I know he's in, he was in New York for a little bit and so you probably watch him yeah. Um like you, as a Knicks fan are you complaining about Jericho Sims a lot like do you care that much about your third string big like like is this a normal thing like I don't I don't it doesn't make sense to us and I'm curious if that is like relevant in any capacity
1: <laughs> no yeah I think it's like an outside guy looking into like your guys's fan base I think everything has just gone so well from you guys like you got to find something to talk about and it's not going to be all like sunshine and rainbows throughout the whole season so we got to you're not going to talk about anybody the starting five you're not going to talk about maybe a Horford as much or just the team success so you got to talk about yeah. Luke Cornette I mean somebody that's like He's a third string pick. He is. I mean, I guess when uh, Tillman's healthy, he'll probably just kind of eliminate him from the rotation or at least dig into those minutes a little bit. But Cornette is probably not going to play in the playoffs. Or if he does, it's going to be in a very minimal capacity um, in maybe round one or round two. So I really wouldn't have to worry about him too much specifically because um, I guess you're not really getting much. Um, I don't know. Like, do you guys think he's as bad as a defender as people will no. talk about? No, yeah. he's a good defender. He's good. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like it's all situational, too. Like, you're not going to have to rely on him guarding Embiid when it matters or Jokic or whatever. It's going to be, he's not going to be on the floor. So it's very minuscule when people talk about that. Did you think we way... were gonna you were going to ask about Luke Cornette on this podcast? Matt, <laughs> I, think not, this I did not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the way I look at Cornette and I, I say to Jack all the time is if you don't notice him, it's great. He's doing his job because yeah. that's always supposed to do. If you <laughs> notice him for the right reasons, it's even better. Very rarely are you like, wow, Luke Cornet is really hurting the team. It just does not happen. He's yeah. not asked to do enough.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think like, I don't even, so I guess, yeah, like I'm trying to kind of like looking at the rotational minutes. I, I can't see him playing meaningful minutes in the playoffs either. He's just to get you through the regular season. Just another body out there. It's unbelievable. You be shocked. Yeah. Like they'll be I, here I, today.
2: I, like comments are going to be like, I hate Luke Cornett. Like, can't wait for Tillman debut. I will
0: never have to watch him again. I had to do a whole segment on the podcast because we had a comment saying notice how jack only talks about luke cornett when he does something good he didn't Mm -hmm. do anything tonight no rebounds no points i'm like he played 11 fucking minutes what like what do you what do you mean i don't talk about it's because he didn't do anything relevant like what it just uh it doesn't make any sense but yeah um (laughs) no i was gonna
1: say too like um i i feel like it's gonna happen with anyone like tillman's gonna come in and he's gonna take some dumb shots for a big man and and like the whole fan base will probably hate him in three weeks so Hey, it's only people were excited about him <laughs> cuz he hasn't played yet they'll find something that's how it
0: goes they always find something um okay this next thing something Sam and I have fought about ad nauseum on this podcast before <laughs> uh is jason tatum's shot selection as bad to an outsider as it is
1: to some Celtics Me. fans <laughs> oh, to be honest it kind of is to me sometimes it's it's right. i feel like it's very sporadic though when i think yeah. about that and i feel like a lot of the tatum games i do watch are is not as close as you guys and it's probably more nationally televised or maybe it's like a game that's specifically on at a certain point but i feel like when he has those inefficient games it drives you probably even more crazy and it's like obviously and like i just feel like it is sporadic and it's it's a little like unorthodox and it's like for his skill and how efficient he could be at the rim and I feel like he maybe gets a little three happy and he ends up doing that over time so I can see where the frustration would come from at least as an outsider for sure
2: yeah I mean that that's the angle from us in a nutshell but it's funny because you know this week there's been a ton of talk about should Tatum be the MVP he Mm -hmm. came out he says he's the best player in the league um you know there was the athletic piece where you know they talked about him being one of the faces of the league going forward but does it feel like he's had an MVP season? Because we had this discussion on the weekend and the argument Jack made to me, which I think is very fair is I'm watching every single game and I'm nitpicking but there was like a month and a half there where I didn't think he was great. Like, is mm-hmm. that the same feel that people are, that aren't dissecting every Celtics game get from the outside?
1: Yeah. I think for me, I never considered Tatum to be like maybe in the top three in MVP. I guess it's a little bit more now with like, obviously i completely out of the race. And I think, right. Like at the end of the day, like I I was always someone that was like pretty consistent with it. I'm cool with it going to the best player on the best team or they should be a top two team in their conference. And that is the Celtics, I guess, which would hurt him a little bit. is just because of how good the team is overall. Um, but I, I think I think he would be probably the like I think he is just a good enough a debate as probably Giannis. I mean, just because there's an eight win like discrepancy between the two teams. And I think that should matter at the end of the day. Um, would I say he's been like the most valuable player to his team this season? I guess not. Um, if you look at what, like maybe Shay's done in OKC and Jokic in Denver, um, and even Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland. So I guess like that could have a pretty good debate as well, but I think I'm cool with Tatum also being in the conversation. And if he won it, I honestly wouldn't be too upset. I think there's some other players. Like, I think I'd actually be less upset if Tatum won it than if Luca won it just because of like the seating. I just don't mm-hmm. like MVPs going to six season below. I was always like pro yeah, Hardin, and I think it was 20, uh, it was 2018 when Russ won it or no was it 20, 2017 when Russ won it? And I was always yeah. like, I thought Harden should have won it because he was a six seed in OKC.
0: Yeah, you and Sam, same. Well, I, this isn't even in one of the things that I was going to ask, but you brought it up. You seem like you're a very winning over everything guy, which is Sam and T. And I, I, I agree. Well, a lot of the should,
1: fan
2: base too. Yeah,
1: a lot of the fan base. Especially My question right is, sh- now. should the Celtics have had three all-stars? Uh, no, I was never on that wave. I honestly okay. thought it was going to be pretty cool. Oh, I honestly think it was tough because i remember talking about it a little bit i think like a month ago and i was like wondering i was like Jalen brown's gotta get in but then there was yeah. a lot of guys that i thought like are on the fringe and i guess maybe since the hawks like kind of fell off a cliff it kind of held brown's case over like Trey young but then paulo kind of shuggled, and i was like all right brown's got to make it over paulo i don't think definitely not off the initial run should they've had three all-stars scotty um, is the thing where i'm like yeah i would say think- wins blow like I know. I get you that. I guess it's the, the getting your first all-star to the Celtics third. And I guess I was okay with Scotty getting it over. I, would you give it to Derek White or would you have given it to Chris Stops?
0: I would have said Derek White and Sam <laughs> would have said Chris Stops. Uh, So we were both. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Jack is all, he was all in on the all-star campaign. I, I think it was Derek deserved.
0: White. I think the
2: hype was very valid. Like He's make nasty. no mistake, but I'm just sitting here watching Chris Stops dominate games at times. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, this guy rules, but he, he missed a ton of games too. Yeah. So mm. uh,
1: that's fair. And I think like Derek white is such a like, can like a, like he's such an important player that like, doesn't always show up in the box score. And I think like at the end of the day, that's not what the all-star game is about. It's like the most exciting players. So like, mm-hmm. if you're talking about like pure talent, I think white is more important to like their team than some other guys would be. But like for all-star specifically, how it's just like points matter. People want to see the most exciting guys. Yeah. I don't think he was going to end up ever being an all-star. Well,
0: my, my thing at that point is like from a completely unbiased perspective, as mm-hmm. I, I try to be sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty getting in over, like, why did he get in over Jimmy Butler or Kobe White or, like, another guy from one of these better teams? Like, I, I get, like, Adam Silver Silver's probably like, all right, let's get Canada involved in the All-Star game. Yeah. Let's have them pay attention. But, like, I, I just – I can't remember the last time a, t- a player made it on a team that far below 500. The last thing I, I think was close was, like, Vooch when he made it with the Magic. But even they, I think they were a little bit better than what this team is now. It was just – it was a little too far off for me to be like, yeah,
1: sure, I'll let Scotty <laughs> creep in there. Yeah, no, that reminded me of when Mike. I think it was a debate with Bradley Beal in like 2019, maybe around yes, there. Yeah, when they he was really... like 30. Yeah, he was, but they were so bad. Or, or, like around yeah. that time, it might have been Beal, or I guess maybe that was like last year, Trey Young. I don't. He wasn't. An... Yeah, Both right. He was in that conversation at years. one point. Yeah. Raiders yeah, haven't so bad. And yeah, your team's just not as good. So I, I, I kind of get the Scotty Barnes thing, but I guess like at the end of the day, I think it's cool to like a team just get at least one All Star in instead of like yeah. three. But I, I get the reasoning for wanting like you can make a great argument that White or Chris Ops deserved it more than Barnes. For sure.
0: it's also bias. It's great yeah, bias. I get that. Always I mean, biased, Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, can we get OG and Anobi in there as well? Just get a hey, the oh, <laughs> Knicks have been nasty. We have. They could have thrown him in there because he's he's got the surgery. I know, right? Just and then yeah. get another injury. And then get a there. replacement,
0: yeah, right? Just we have, have a. a uh, we do a pregame show before every game, and we have mm-hmm. one chatter who is a diehard Knicks fan. And so it's gotten to the point where you have to have an overlay that yeah, just no says on the screen, not, not a day podcast, podcast, because we have to, like, explain to him, like, we appreciate you. I know the Knicks are great, but, like, I don't know. The NFL season is wrapping up, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now,
2: new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and make your first bet a layup, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
0: I mean, I guess we can ask you about it. Like, how different has this Knicks team been? Like, how much of a joy has it been to watch this version of the Knicks after, like,
1: I'll just say it, like, what you had to go through over the years oh, being dude, a Knicks Horrible, fan? horrible. <laughs> like, I got, t- I think I-, I became a Knicks fan in, like, 06. They were good in 12 and 13, and that was it. And then we had the random year in <laughs> But it's-, it's nice that they were, like, I actually think, like, last year when Miami beat Milwaukee round one, I was, like oh my God, like there's a chance. There's a chance this team could end up in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I am i wouldn't be totally surprised if they that happened this year. Uh, they got to get fully healthy because I think like Randall, it's like up in the air if he wants to get like surgery or anything, um, which would obviously like eliminate any chance of them advancing in the playoffs. But I don't know, it's exciting. Like it, it's just the fact that you go through like the top eight or nine guys and it's very deep and them getting like Bogdanovic and he's like the sixth most important guy on the team this year. Definitely gets me excited a little bit. And obviously I've been, um just I, I've been a fan of some really bad Knicks teams that have shown up in, in recent memory, or just kind of like on Twitter, I'm just seeing like the Alexi Chavette and like the Lua Mudson and like these horrible lineups that won like <laughs> 20 games and 25 games. And this is like February and I know the season's over. So it's very nice that the Knicks are always going to be competitive. And I think like uh, adding Ananobi and adding like Bojan and maybe like just getting Mitchell Robinson back, like this team, I think like, I'm going to be biased, like think that they can go toe to toe with anybody, but I think that they, they're like, top two in the east when the playoffs start no but i do think that there's a realm or a possibility where like they could end up in the finals they could be like this year's like 2020 Heat or even last year's heat but a different seating wise so randall's good that, <laughs> yeah. that's a point of contention sam I mean, so.
0: hates Sam hates.
1: I don't hate. Julius no, no, I, I don't think he's very good.
0: Don't,
2: don't lie. I've <laughs> been around and fumble around. And I say, I can't believe he puts the ball in the basket.
1: Dude, yeah. My, my tweets from 21 and just like my videos, I, I bash the guy so much. And he was so bad <laughs> in the 21 playoffs. He was so bad last year. The only thing that makes it a little bit better now is that Brunson is like the clear one. So it's oh, a yeah. little bit easier to watch Randall at times as a number two than he was as a number one. Cause that was a mess. Um, But he's, he's been good this year, but like, He's not shown up in the playoffs in the Knicks uniform. So I'll believe it when I see it. So we got to see what happens this year.
2: Danced on the grave to start the season this year. I was 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 like, I was was right. I told you for years and years, this guy is not good. And then
1: like, he slowly
2: but surely came along and we just stopped talking.
1: And you're like, how does it go in? It it just, it's not pretty at the time.
2: There's a winner (laughs) he had against the heat last year. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't believe that happened. Like, I would be devastated if that happened to my team.
1: Yeah, if you, like you'll talk about Tatum shot selection, his is on another planet. of just disgusting. And like he's yeah. got a top, he has to stop taking a lot of threes at times. Um, but he's a good offensive player, in like a vacuum. But the dude is not a good defensive player, and he doesn't mm-hmm. hustle a lot. And now he's got a bum shoulder, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, tough. Uh, I know it's like it's it's
0: very early in his next tenure. Mm -hmm. Where does Brunson rake on your favorite Nick of all time? Like, I know you said you've been watching some It's got to be up there, right? Already, like, it's got to be pretty close to like we're sneaking there.
1: Yeah, no, I I'll talk about this with like my dad or like other Knicks fans, like my friends, and like to be honest with you, like I vividly like remember Melo, like just as like a twelve year old, thirteen year old, and they never made it. Like they made it to round two, lost to the Pacers in I think it was twelve or thirteen, and. I want to say that Brunson's the best Nick I've ever seen, which is, I guess, said in a case, because like Brunson would be like the ninth or tenth best player you guys have ever seen in Celtic's history. But like for me, he's up. It's either him or Melo. He's gonna pass Melo very soon. Favorite-wise, he's probably up there. Like I always like have like a like a soft spot for like the guys that got me to Nick's best, but like Crawford or David William or Nate Robinson. Which is so sad to say, like out loud. Like, that is that mine is was Jeff Green. Yeah. So,
2: uh, respect. So, <laughs> yeah, we really happen. dove in after they uh traded the big three. Oh, yeah, okay. Big three. Was, what year
1: did yeah, you guys yeah. become? Like, I guess like very close Celtics fans, like where you're like, all right, I'm now die like, right after the big three. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. 13 in the playoffs
2: was a lot of fun. Like, the, the game where they almost stormed back against the Knicks was really the one that I was like, okay, this is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, I guess, like. I mean, the Celtics, they were, I guess, I mean, they were still respectable. I mean, and especially when they got like IT and they had Smart and Bradley. Yeah, IT. But they were, yeah, They. I mean, I know like- Well, well, well he's it.
2: Brunson pretty much, Like, except Brunson's a little bigger and can play a little bit more defense. <laughs> no, but like, right it's here, the yeah. same type of bad. like, everybody has respect for him as a fan base. No, like totally. they love him to death. They truly embrace him. Totally. And it has a very Isaiah feel to it. So, No, like,
1: I, I could definitely see that. Um, Yeah, so, and then I guess, yeah, I mean- that trade also, like, best thing ever for you guys. Like, just landing Brown and Tatum throughout it, and now you have two superstars. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, Brunson, he's up there. He's he's probably in the top three, and probably by the end of his next tenure, he'll be number one.
0: Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. All right, so this is, like, a transition one. Mm-hmm. Celtics fans fucking hate Joe Missoula. and I don't get it. They it doesn't make any sense. Joe it, it made, like, I think it's because there's this dichotomy of, like, Ime Doka took him to the finals, and now mm-hmm. they had to get replaced, which, like, I mean, Joe Mazzullo was thrown headfirst into the deep end of a pool he wasn't ready to swim in yet. Like, what do you expect from him? Like, Mm -hmm. he had never been on the front line of a bench, and then he was the head coach of the best team in the NBA, and they made Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I don't know, maybe give him a little bit of a break, but they hate him to this day, and I think he's been really good this year. Curious to know your thoughts. He is quite the character.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, like you said, like, he was. he's incredibly young, too. He's, like, in his mid-30s, and he won uh what was it 57 games last year like you said game seven of the eastern conference finals 30. that's pretty good and then a completely new roster kind of this year at least with like holiday and um uh, and Kristaps coming in and no longer having like marcus smarter or, or malcolm Brogdon. like it's a tough ass and they're still like chugging along throughout the eastern conference over 30 games above 500 i mean i guess like when you guys watch it like maybe there's some frustrations with like i don't know if there's any frustrations with rotations or anything like that because i know that's what people can kind of hate about. I know a lot of Knicks fans hate that about Tim specifically, and I'll hear that about other head coaches. But, I mean, from an outsider, I think, like, he's done fine. I don't think he's done bad enough where he should get a lot of hate. And maybe if you guys were, like, a round one exit or a round two exit, I could see that coming from. But I don't know. I, I think he's – you could have a lot worse head coaches in this league. I think you can have the Milwaukee Bucks new head coach, and you'd be a lot more upset about your team. So I think Missoula is fine. Um, I don't think we'd have a reason to, like – like sound the alarm like this guy's got to go because then like who are you replacing him with another like rookie head coach there's not a lot of good veterans like, out there right now. Yeah. yeah right i'm sure you guys would love that
2: they they um, would love that the ownership group they would no, the the social team would be plastering 2008 videos all they would they would roll it out in full force they would get everybody on board they would yeah. sell it so hard to everybody
1: <laughs> yeah because i'm like no. what yeah what better coaches are there out there and if you go through i guess like I don't know, like the NBA, there's a lot of weird coaches. And then like, obviously it just ends up getting like, they're the number one scapegoat whenever your team is disappointing. It's always the head coach. It comes back to, mm-hmm. it. but at the end of the day, I don't know. They're not really the ones out there. So like, I don't know. I think Missoula has been fine. And I, I don't think I would really be too upset with him right now. I guess you got to always see the playoffs, give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've I've always been on the lazy take to blame the coach train. So. Yeah, at home. yeah,
1: no, definitely, because like, like I think you also got to appreciate having like a like some stability as your head coach too, because like the Knicks, like Tibbs is, I don't think like an elite head coach, but he's still like an above average head coach for sure. And I think like I'll just bring it back to the Knicks. Sorry about that, making it all about the Knicks, but please, um, I think when you have a head coach for a couple of years, it's nice to have some stability there. And I guess you guys had that for such a long time with Brad Stevens, and then there was the thing with Imeo Doka So I think like yeah, give Mizuo a chance and have him like just become more experienced under like under his belt, just since he's so young already. 100%. Well, there's another
2: thing like going into the, the summer, we were all like, is he going to get fired? Is he not going to get fired? And then they come back from three Oh, so they really couldn't fire him after that. But it would have been four coaches in four seasons with a team yeah. of stars that really was ready to compete. You can't keep changing it up on him like that. You're absolutely right.
1: No, um, definitely. I'm trying to look up the timeline. I think it, I mean, it was definitely happened before, but like, obviously I'm sure you guys would have liked, or the fan base would have loved like Will Hardy being like initiated into the head coach, but that happened way before, right? Then the whole, yeah. 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 yeah, so you never have known that specifically. So I think Missoula, yes, yeah, done a fun job. And they brought in new assistants this year too, right? From last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cassell like and uh,
0: Charles Lee. Yeah. 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 On the bench. <laughs> there
1: you there you
0: go. Go. Now, I don't know how much you've paid attention to Missoula's quote game. Now, I'll give you an example. So, I'm I'm at the Celtics games. I'm in the press conferences and stuff. Mm-hmm. John Corrales, who reads for Boston Sports Journal, he Locked On Celtics. He he asked something about the team. How good they have been? <clears throat> Joe n- do out of nowhere, just goes, you ever seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse where there's, like, 20 different Spider-Men? That's, like, our team. Just, like, it's random. Yeah, it and ran I'm off. against... For like three games in a row, the players and the coaches were fucking with us because Jason Tatum also brought up Spider Man, and yeah. so I think they were just playing a game like, "Here's a random word, you have to slip into the press conference." Um, and then another thing, Joe Missoula out of nowhere, he was asked about the refs. Um, and then at the end of the press conference, he goes, "No one's ever asked me what my favorite scene from The Town was." His favorite movie is The Town, by the way, and yeah. he br- all like <laughs> obsessed, like he watches it all the time. He goes, he "I know you guys know that. I know you guys know that's my favorite movie. None of you have ever been curious what my favorite scene is." My favorite one is when Dougie McRae is getting ready to leave town uh, and he skips by the FBI's car, leaves a nice note, a well thought out handwritten note underneath the antenna and, get, and then gets out of town. That's my favorite scene. And then the, the funny joke was the note says, go fuck yourself. And he was talking about the refs. So <laughs> like he he's just been nuts this season. So for Celtics blog, which is SB Nation, the site that I wrote mm-hmm. for, that we both write for, I wrote an article and there's 14 Joe Missoula quotes and Matt, I want you to guess which is real. And which are a- AI generated. I went into an AI chatbot and I said, generate a Joe Missoula quote for ha- for some of these. And so you're going to guess and I'll have Sam guess too because he isn't ready yet. So okay, here we go. Ready? One. That makes me think about how every coaching realm was different. How the baseball managers wear their jerseys and, the- and then the hockey, you wear suits. Football, you get to wear hats. Like I'd wear a hat and a hoodie on the sidelines, but apparently that's not allowed for whatever reason. Matt, real or fake Joe Missoula quote? No um, way he said
1: that. That's got to be
0: fake. That's real. Sam? He said real said yeah. my <laughs> question. I asked him. Well, I asked him. I was like, would you ever wear a headband on the sideline? Because Tatum and Derek White were wearing one. He goes, no. But that makes me think. And then just going on the tangent about like different sports. <laughs> he, he's dude. He's a mean. He, I, it's he not, went okay. from
2: one word answers last season to. I mean, you'll see as we go on.
0: He's nuts. He's yeah, psycho. OK. He's <laughs> Number two. Are you wearing a tie? Missoula asked a reporter. Wow. I was, was going to say, seeing some of your outfits, I didn't expect a suit and tie. Matt, <laughs> real or fake?
1: Now I'm thinking I'm gonna say fake.
2: <laughs> Sam? That was real. That was Bob <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Manning.
0: <laughs> he just he, Bobby Manning who writes for CNS just starts to ask a question and Mozilla goes, Are you wearing a tie? And he just like just calls him out of <laughs> the whole press conference. <laughs> um, okay, number three. We don't just shoot threes, we practice them, we study them, and when they fall, they're a testament to our hard work. Matt, real or fake?
1: <sighs> I might as well just be committed to the bin, get these all wrong. I'll say that's real. Sam? I
2: don't know about this, one. I think it was fake, but I, this, he could have said this. So are you guessing? I'll fake say fake. I'll say
1: fake. Fake quote. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I bet I was wrong on all of them. Maybe <laughs> All
0: right. Number four. I told a couple of jokes in the third quarter. They were pretty inappropriate, but it broke the tension because we were playing with the expectation of why is this game going the way it's going instead of just enjoying the fact that this is a game we should just compete. Matt, real or fake?
1: Oh, I'm going to say real. That's a real one. Yeah. Real quote.
0: They were there losing we to the Wizards in the third quarter. <laughs> Missoula just goes, yeah, I told a couple jokes. <laughs> just like, Everyone's super mad because they're losing to the Wizards. He's like, yeah, I was a jokes." Uh All right. Next quote. Uh, I told them that if they keep this up, I'll have to sub myself in. And trust me, nobody wants to see that. But on a serious note, we regrouped. Had a good laugh. Matt, really fake. I don't think
1: he said that. That's got
0: to be fake. Sam? I think I think this one's also fake. Fake quote. Fake okay. quote. Never said that. AI That's the one. Someone
2: that I think sounds the most real like yeah of all of the fake ones that I think I poked through it I didn't look at the answers but I yeah. did like look through a little bit
0: okay number six nice to see you're keeping it casual today I almost wore my pajamas too Matt really
1: He that did he say that I'll say real Sam I think
2: that one's fake
0: fake didn't fake. say that okay. i doubled yeah. down on the tie thing you didn't say that i, <laughs> I, I think i typed into the ai bot i was like type something about missoula talking about uh reporter's outfit all right number seven i just finished finished reading a great article that you wrote in 2016 that the celtics shot too many threes and they shot 42 and that was seven years ago and they only shot f- we only shot five more tonight and they lost 121 114 and you blamed the offense but not the defense so what's your fascination with too many threes for the last seven years matt really fake
1: oh i was gonna say that's real just because that's too specific to be ai generated but at the end of it i was like no way he said that uh i'll just say it's real it's real Real.
0: gary gary washford of the Boston Globe just asked him about (laughs) the reason he goes yeah i read your article
2: (laughs) i don't know if it's like real beef or not it's not he he will give
0: it to gary yeah Yeah. he calls out gary all the time it's very funny all right next one Uh, i was reading this book the other day and it got me thinking about how we're all connected in some way it's like we're all pieces of a puzzle trying to fit together to make something beautiful kind of like when you're cooking a meal each ingredient has its own flavor when you put them all together it creates something amazing just like basketball right matt really fake
1: i'll say it's fake
0: i think that was fake fake yeah okay. <laughs> i just want to put some long t- tangent <laughs> crap on there all right number nine well everyone's entitled to their opinion just like how everyone's entitled to take a half court shot blindfolded missoula said thoughts matt
2: real sam i think that's fake Nah. fake yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay four more or five more uh 10 well that's the most original question i've heard all day i'll make sure to go ponder it deeply as i lose sleep tonight in the meantime we'll focus on bouncing back and who knows maybe i'll even come up with some new plays That really fake
1: i'm gonna say that one to real
0: sam i think that was fake too it is fake they, but they, they all sound like
2: shitty. yeah say. like, I, know, they like... <laughs> I i'm not i wasn't sure about that one
0: <laughs> okay 11 I'm a bird brain. You know I can't do that, Missoula said when asked about the injury report. Thought. Matt. That's real. Sam?
2: That's real. It is real.
0: He was responding to Perk. Perk said he had a bird in his brain, and he, (laughs) next press conference, goes, sorry, I'm a bird brain. I can't. All right, next one. I don't mind getting booed. It's good for you. Matt, real or fake?
2: Uh,
1: Real.
0: Sam?
2: That's real, I think.
0: Real after yeah. Lakers game where they lost to
1: no LeBron, no AD. Goes, I like <laughs> <Yeah>. That was <laughs> disgusting.
0: That must have been the best right. day to be on
1: Celtics Twitter all years after that. Dude, game. people it got was, so
0: mad. All right. Two more, two more. I'll just call a timeout. Everyone time. Every time someone tweets about it, Matt, real or fake?
2: <laughs> real. I hope he said I that. I think that's real too. Fake. No. fake. You never said that. Oh, I got wow, you. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: This is fake. All right. Last one. Missoula was asked about the criticism. He said, I've grown to absolutely endear it and love it, and I think it's beautiful. Matt, thoughts?
1: I'll say he said that.
2: I think he said that, too.
0: He did say that, yes. I mean, he's He's been a nut job, and I love it. So respect <laughs> it, to Joe Missoula Very funny.
1: He's he's not from Boston, right? but he's like near the area. Is he like Rhode he's Island? From Rhode Island. He's Rhode that's Island. That's where okay. I'm from. So oh, I,
2: nice. I, that's my guy. I have to stand, stand yeah. by him no <laughs> matter what.
0: All right uh we can talk a little general nba here so i'll change the background we got super cool blue for the background for nba you mentioned it briefly matt what the fuck is doc rivers doing <laughs> like what like he's Hang speaking up. of a quote machine all he's doing like what it's just how do you say i told ownership not to hire me how how do you let that come out of your mouth like it's like what
1: i don't even know and it's funny because I agree with him, too. I don't know why they hired him at that like at that <laughs> point. Like, he wasn't going to save this. And, like, it's so hard for a coach to come midseason and do something. I do think uh, – I don't remember because I'm going to make the comparison. Did Ty Lu come midseason for David Blatt in 2016?
0: Yes. He yes. did. Right?
1: So I guess it's been done before, theoretically. But Doc Rivers has not had a good track record. I was also reading something basically on – it was on Reddit. It was, like, yesterday or – or two days ago that basically rivers did not even coach a good like playoff run when they won it all and he did, um, he did. and it was all like basically the players like kind of going against them or at least like it was all them at the end of the day so he's like one thing that he's had a 15-year career based off of i feel like wasn't even that impressive like reading that so like i don't even know i wouldn't have hired him i but i guess i don't even know they gave him so much money in so many years too it's not even like they like give him one year help us out this year and that was it i don't know i would have either i guess it was so bad with griffin but i would have kept like Joe I don't even know. Promoted one of the assistants at that point. I mean, the
2: best part about Doc is he was on the Bill Simmons podcast, trashing <laughs> yeah, the right? Bucks while he was an advisor for the Bucks, And then he <laughs> advised the Bucks to get rid of Griffin so they could hire him. But then he came out and said, I told them not to hire me. I do respect that, though, because he's like, listen, it's out of my hands. I said, don't hire me. And then they were mm-hmm. like, no, we're going to hire you. Yeah. So. Front office's fault, not my fault. I, I told him right. I don't know yeah.
0: how to coach. <laughs> <laughs> he is committed. It, like, this is an incredible le- uh, level of incompetence by the Bucks. Like... I still can't believe Matt. I assume you saw. Do you see the clip of Malik Beasley earlier this season where he was just like stuck as a traffic cone and Tyrese Oliver just ran by him? Like you just Yeah, yeah, his like Albert. controllers
1: basically stopped. Yeah. Him yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like Lillard
0: did it like a few games later. The fact that they have two clips of that as their defense this year, and then Doc is what now? Like three and seven as their head coach, three and something like not good. Mm-hmm. Like they are an impressive level of. How do you fuck this up that bad this season? I don't
1: even know. And I guess when it's like all like it slows down in the playoffs, maybe it works out. But this team, I don't even know. They like don't look as comp. Obviously, it's like completely new with Damian Moward, but their defense does not look great this year. And I feel like like you're seeing a little bit of like a step back from like Brooke Lopez. I feel like when I watch him from from recent years, I don't know. I thought they were going to make a bigger move at the deadline, but I guess getting Pat Bev is going to save their season.
2: (laughs) We wanted Pat Bev so bad. Yeah. I was devastated on the stream when they made the trade.
1: Right. I guess like. Um and you would have been able to match what he's making the better minimum. So you could probably match him with yeah. whatever.
2: That's yeah. the thing. Like we didn't, we were like
0: TPE.
1: Something yeah. spent
2: yeah. months Like being like, who could they get via trade? Who could who could they actually like afford to bring in with all the financial stipulations? Yeah. And like a day before Jack was like, What about Pat Bev? And I was like, <laughs> that is the perfect guy. Cause we want him in the <laughs> summer too. He's yeah. he's just like uh trash talking, like the fan base would love him. He's Funny hysterical. And it's sad to see he went to another rival. He yeah. went to a rival to begin with, and then he goes to a second one. But Doc, uh, it sucks because I like him doing media, yeah, too. Like he's legitimately good at talking, even though his voice is not the best. He is yeah. despite that. <laughs> I was gonna he's say i good at. He might yeah. sound like he's tuckered out, but I swear to you he is entertaining to listen to. so to to have us all lose that on top of it is even worse. And now, I, now we all have to trash him because he's on the Bucs. I still <laughs> like Doc. He won a championship here, and he was the coach when I was a kid. But it doesn't mean he's good anymore.
1: I know. And he signed... Through the 27 season, which is crazy, and then I, I think uh, Giannis just came out and said like how they've been through like multiple ownership groups, uh, four head coaches, that, like how he counted like Joe Pruny in their fucking like, day, um, and then like how the team has looked completely different. And I don't know, like it definitely feels like vibes are off there completely from like what it's been, um, which is gonna make sense when you like kind of trade Drew Holiday, who's been a staple for that team, and when they won it all for for Damian Mullard. I don't know. I, I feel like you still gotta like maybe it's like a. I actually meant to ask you guys this before. As a Celtics fan, like, are they the team you're scared of most in the playoffs? Or at the end of the day, is it always Miami? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: so, yes and yes. Yeah, okay. like, You yeah. have to be, and, and we talked about this earlier today, uh, just t- chatting about it. Like, Milwaukee is a laughing stock right now. February mm-hmm. 21st, 2024. They're a joke. Doc's a joke. But Giannis is still one of the best in the world. I think Brooke Lopez is still solid. He may not be like a perfect player, but he's had like random, like I think against the Celtics this year, he had like 30 points or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Like just for no reason, he can still play Dame can explode and Middleton, even though he's always hurt and then not hurt and then hurt again, is still a quality player. That's had championship experience with this team. So they have it in them to be a pain. I'm not quivering over here thinking about the Bucks. Miami is always going to be like the, the zombie heat as Bill Simmons called it last year. Zombie. And I I have no interest in not to mention now, all of a sudden, every time they go down there, Chris Tops gets hurt. Yeah. They played two games in Miami and he's had to go to the locker room in both of them. So no, thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mentioned before about like Lopez's defense. I met Middleton, but I know Middleton's dealt with like plenty of injuries this year or at least coming into the season. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I still think you got to like, view the bucks as the biggest threat just because they have like a top three player and then they have Damian Moward who's right up there um and still like a solid supporting cast around them but I don't know I feel like the bucks are gonna shoot themselves in the foot this year and like I know it was towards the end of A.G. and Griffin and kind of the beginning of Rivers how they like refuse to play at times like Beauchamp and Andre Jackson and prioritizing their development and we'll see like a lot of like Pat Connaughton, who's maybe kind of cooked as well out there. And I, I wonder if the Bucs are going to be like, they're just going to beat themselves in the playoffs. And will they even make it? Like if you guys are on a collision course with them in the conference finals, will they even make it there? Or will they get upset like last year again beforehand? Um, we yeah. don't even have to worry about them.
0: Yeah, I was talking to um, Andrew uh, G-Mac, who's on a uh, he, he uh, a host of Nick's Film School. I was on their pregame and mm-hmm. we were talking. And he was like, um, are we sure Giannis' postseason resume is even that good? Like, yeah, they got the title. There were injuries that year, you know, the Suns were whatever. Like, he played incredible in the finals, yes. But, like, look at everything other than that. Like, bounced round one, bounced by the Celtics, bounced by this. Mm -hmm. Like, again, they have dealt with injuries, too. But, like, outside of that one run, which, yes, fair, did end in a title, like, are we sure that it's like this? But I I still have them one. We we did this rankings on a recent show. I think I had Bucks one, Knicks two, Heat three. In terms of like who could potentially right. be the biggest Celtics, but I think we both agreed like the biggest enemy of the Celtics is the Celtics. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. if they if they get in their For own sure. way at this point. Yeah. I think is where we're at. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I yeah. no, I was actually thinking about that too, funny enough, really, because I remember after they won it all in 21, I was like, this could low key be a sort of like a dynasty. Like I just thought nobody was better than Giannis. They had a good enough supporting cast and they had like some I guess like Boonholzer was always gonna like it was a ticking time uh clock with him there, but yeah, they've they've been kind of disappointing, and I guess it's both been injuries because um, they played you guys in 22 without Middleton, right? Or it was towards oh, if I remember. Know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they, <laughs> they loved they told that. Your in guys, yeah, yeah. So I, like I remember that, and then I guess last year like Giannis was hurt, but like at the end of the day, like everybody's hurt come April and May. Like you kind of have to get through it, and they've been disappointing for sure. I feel yeah,
0: like.
1: yeah, I remember when Al Horst definitely
2: canceled them
1: game four. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: Very Love Big Al. Um, all right. So, Matt, we, on this show, we have a section of the podcast that is called The Rat List. Now, I will explain here. So, this is Matt the Rat. Not after you, ironically. Yeah, enough. Yeah, I did you yeah. think of that, the yeah. chat named him. Or maybe we named him. But <laughs> this is our him. section where we don't have to talk about basketball. And we can just complain about stuff. Often, topics in The Rat List is traffic in Boston. Okay. Uh, the T. Uh, my brother, who loves to play pickup basketball like he is Dennis Rodman in the 90s. Um so sleep basically, anything he does fall asleep yeah. a lot. Uh he has narcolepsy. That's mean. Uh, we <laughs> like to complain. So I can start, so I have an example. But this okay. is like if you have any frustrations, anything just we we say rat list this, and then we can just complain. It's always a fun way to end with guests. So I will rat list this guy we were playing. Uh, I was in a men's league game last night, and this guy who probably like six three, six, four, a little bit taller than me, right? He's a big guy, clearly knows how to play basketball. Uh he's posting me up a decent amount because we were playing zone and I was playing in the middle. He comes down, he puts it up every time he goes up and he either misses or makes whatever. He's just like, That's the foul. And I turn to him, I go, You know, I'm allowed to jump when you play defense, right? Like I don't just have to stand there and he just he doesn't say shit the whole game. But every call, I'm like, dude, do you know how defense works? Like you, you don't just get a free like walk to the lane. And so I just started like backing up way deep in the post and letting him take mid-range shots. He shot like one for five, and you can tell he's getting really mad. And, like mm-hmm. he, it just like stop complaining it's it's first of all it's tuesday men's league 6 p.m on a a weekday get over yourself you're not in the league and two like learn the fucking rules like (laughs) shut up like stop stop bitching so that's my rat list um this matt what do you got we'll we'll go around the horn here
1: (laughs) oh all right something to complain about i'm trying to think of just like the last time i complained like what 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 it was we complain
0: a lot here it's a staple the traffic's a
1: good one because, yeah, I feel like any – like I live in Philadelphia. The traffic's okay here. But when I drive home to New York, like there's a, a parkway called the Belt Parkway. I'm like 18 miles from being home, and it's like minimum 90 minutes every time. It's the worst oh. thing in my life. It's insane because it combines basically Jersey and New York, and it's like over the, a bridge called the Verrazano. It's a mess, and like Queens is involved. I don't know. I guess – I don't know what I want to complain about. I would complain about um, start times in the NBA, but I don't, I don't know if I want to keep it basketball related.
0: Anything, oh, you any do that. Okay. I just
1: talk about basketball it's, you the, it's it's the worst. Like it's terrible. I, you watch Sunday football game start at one o'clock. You watch baseball, maybe it's a little bit after start time. But for the NBA, it's crazy how it's like. Sometimes it reaches up to fifteen minutes, and it's not even like like there's a set time. Like it's like okay, it's always ten minutes after. It's always it could be eight, it could be eleven, it could be sixteen minutes after, depending on the network or the broadcasting group. It is the worst thing, and obviously it was a thing with the All Star game that people were complaining yeah. about it. But I wonder if that will ever get fixed because it's. I don't get it because it's all network based, but it's also it's either if it's a national televised game or if it's like a NBC Sports Boston or if it's a like an MSG for New York. It's always never like on time, which is the worst thing ever.
0: Never.
2: Yeah, at least in baseball, they list like 707 first pitch. It's never seven o'clock first pitch. They never like gotcha. No, like they (laughs) actually put the minutes on on the schedule. The Mm -hmm. NBA is like strap in and watch the super cool pregame interview with Scow. And we'll be ready for you in a minute.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy.
2: Rat list people who will not say the full word of things. So this is like <laughs> a recurring pet peeve of mine. I finally remembered to bring it up on the rat list. You ever have like this friend that's like talking like let's order za? Just say pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> like is it really like you're saving a syllable? It's not like you have to type out the word, and just say pizza. I hate when people say yaws, like instead of, playoffs, yeah, instead of playoffs. coming up. I've say never even heard just that. Just say, say the word,
1: yeah. We used to That's say in like true. high school, play like yaws instead of playoffs. Yeah. So it's crazy yeah, yeah, if like yeah. we're saying it now, and you
2: grow out of it and you become yeah. an adult. <laughs> said, you know, you know, neither one of us lives away from home, but that doesn't matter. There's neither yeah, here nor no, there. Yeah. there. <laughs> I will say the entire word. Abbreviations are different, yeah. If, if you have an acronym different say the word <laughs> say it say the full thing that's I good spies that it oh it grinds my gear i have one friend he does it for any opportunity yeah he can get. you want to add him
0: on the yeah. show you want to say his
2: name I tell story about uh when we were playing the card game and he got called lazy this guy no okay i'll do it i'll do it quick so we're playing this card game it's called stir the pot the way you play stir the pot is uh you sit in a circle the person next to you and you will take a card. You'll look at it and you'll decide which person the circle this applies to the most. Mm-hmm. When you attribute that to the person, you flip a coin. If it lands on one side, everybody else gets to see the card and that person does not see it. If it lands on the other side, everybody hears it, including the person. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we pick him as the lazy one because long story short, everybody around the table is busy. Like they're doing work it's not a group where you're going to be called lazy just because you're lazy. It's just, it happens like you're just the least busy, but he was none too pleased. And then (laughs) later in the night, he gets one that he is the brattiest of the group, but he does not get to see this one. And he's flipping out because he's still (laughs) residually pissed from the first one. As everybody is reading the card that says he's the brattiest. And we're all like, Oh yeah, we made the right choice. (laughs)
1: Oh, That's what huh? it is.
0: I love that. Uh, I don't know if I have any more else today. I, I, oh, we were at so Matt, do you know what putt Shack is? I don't know if it's like a, a national thing, it's basically just like mini golf mini but like go- games, like yeah, games. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of okay. it. Okay, so we were at Put Shack today, and I'm gonna rat list people. They were nice, but it's just awkward. So there's these group of people in front of us ratless people who like like to make haha joke funny small talk with you. Like, oh, listen, small talk with all due respect i don't know you and this this lady turns around so the way putt shack works the first hole was like you put it up a slope and there's like two hazard holes and there's one like green hole you get bonus points and then the holes in here and she's like look at that i'll you know that's how you do it boys and we're just like haha like yeah yeah you know what to Uh, say and she she, she's like yeah when, (laughs) when a girl tells you to put it in in the weird hole make sure you do it and we're like Excuse me, like I don't know who you are. One and two, she goes, oh, "Wait, boy. I didn't mean to." And then she just walk up. You're with your kids, lady. Like, oh, what? Like, why are you? Why you? Like, why you? It was. Yeah. It's
1: uncomfortable. Why do you got to <laughs> say that? I don't know. It's very odd.
0: Very odd. Um yeah that's that's the rat list if you have any more no, i like to complain it. about or if you have any if you ever want to complain just say hey i would like to join the rat list we'll you, you,
1: you always have a spot to complain here uh with us at hbtc uh, but uh, i thought that was gonna be completely different i thought you were gonna have like like a rat person <laughs> specifically and it's just like a Celtic player has <laughs> his nerves or or somebody like that that it's just we like wrong rat
2: list saying he might not do a retirement
1: retirement <laughs> tour he's gonna do yeah. a retirement yeah tour. absolutely
2: like- minus 10 million odds he does a retirement sorry. <laughs> struggles with praise yeah okay buddy
0: <laughs> has nobody, nobody loves his like chest man. <laughs> yeah. oh man all right well matt thank you for joining how about them celtics mm-hmm. we appreciate you for tuning in would you mind letting the audience uh know where to find you if i mean if you have if you haven't found six or a seal yet i don't know what you're talking about but like l- let them know just because i always mess up how to pronounce things even though i doubt i could do it but
1: Please. Yeah, yeah. Six things of on Twitter, uh, YouTube, kind of talking general NBA most of the time. Um, I it's funny because I'll get people that ask me because in my Twitter bio it says I'm in Philadelphia, like trashing the Sixers and I'll get like DMs <laughs> saying like your Sixers suck, and I'm like, not even a Sixers fan I just don't tune about the Knicks as much anymore. <laughs> it's funny, but yeah, just six things basically on everything. And thank awesome. you. And sorry, like I should have said, like, thank you guys for having me on. This was super oh, fun. Yeah, and and hoping, <laughs> I hoping the best for you guys this year with this obligatory Celtics. thank you. <laughs> no, no, I feel like respect. <laughs> respect. No, I should. You guys love me on your podcast. And um, it was super fun to talk out kind of hoops with you guys for like the last hour. And hoping for the best of your Celtics. Um, unless you guys meet with the Knicks in the playoffs and all.
0: I, I was going to so. say, I, I hope we, we see the Knicks in the ECF. And I hope it. Uh, with all due respect, I hope the worst for now. I was I, I want to <laughs> every single
2: game by a lot of points this spring. <laughs> I don't need to stress. I was physically sick last year, and I just don't need that. Just I that took is- a beating last year. I like fell to my knees in game oh. six when Derek White hit the shot. Oh my I God. literally had to call out of work after the Trey Young buzzer beater. <laughs> like I would think I was battling a cold, but I'm gonna yeah. attribute to that. And then uh it, it was a mess. That's it's what just, it does it to it, us,
0: man. It's what it does you know, to us. Uh, thank you, Matt. We appreciate you coming
1: on. Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: All right, we are back. Thank you once again to Matt. Six Rings of Steel for joining us. Hope you hopefully you guys enjoyed that. We did the ratless there, so you probably won't get one at the end. Sorry, but yeah, we gave you a ratless fix. We made sure to bring Matt in on the fun. But we do have some Celtic stuff to talk about. First of which uh is something you wrote about, Sam. You wrote yeah. about Jason Tatum, best player in the league. Explain to us.
2: Best player in the league. So Tatum. Has been a recipient of the All-Star Break Media Circle Jerk. It's been going on all week. Lots of talk of Tatum being great, deservedly so. Tatum has been excellent, especially since the new year turned. And uh, many are kind of pushing him to be the MVP. The media talk has been around that. Tatum also sat down with uh, Malik Andrews. And they had a chat And part of that chat. She said, who do you believe is the best player in the league? And he was just like, myself, me. It's me. Maybe it's me. Uh, but he went on to explain the answer. He, he goes, I got a lot of respect for a lot of guys in the league. Giannis, for sure. Jokic, obviously, he just won. And beat guys that have won the MVPs in the past, the list goes on. I truly do believe every night I step on the floor, I'm the best player. though. So, now, you may be watching this. And you may be saying, I don't think Tatum's the best player in the league. Because that's what I said when I saw this. But I wrote about it and I gave my take on Celtics. If you haven't seen yet, it's there. I'm not going to (coughs) make you go read it, but you might know what I'm going to say. Tatum is definitely like top 10 in the league. There's no debate. And And that's being very loose with it. You could probably be like, he's top six and get away with it. If five. you're representing the Celtics as a top player in the league like that, you better think you're the best guy in the league. That's the whole point of you being the number one. Your whole job is to go out there and play hard and do what you can to put the team in the best position to win. And Tatum to his credit has gotten far better at that throughout his career. And specifically this season, he's always been able to score. We've seen him score. We saw the Timberwolves game where he took over. We saw the Pistons game where he brought him back from the dead. But he's doing other stuff too. He's done a great job of making better reads. He He's improved his playmaking for the last couple seasons. But this year, I feel like we've seen an even better version of that. He talked about that with Jared Weiss as well, who also had an interview with Tatum, part of the whole media circuit. And that went up on The Athletic today. But he pointed out, like, I'm seeing doubles. And when I see a double, that means Drew or Derek Whiteson to get the ball. And then they can make the defense pay. And if we keep doing that, then they'll have no choice but to leave me alone. And he's really taking advantage of the Celtics having all the guys this year. They have everybody. So they should play like it. He's in on it. And we've seen him do this. We've seen him help them win games. Just as recent as the Miami game, he was excellent passing the ball. Nine assists, one turnover. And he almost had a triple-double. He was the game's high scorer, but I remember it the most because he was doing a great job of making everybody else better. That's all people have talked about for years in terms of star players. Can they make their teammates better? How do they affect their Mm -hmm. teammates? Well, you're seeing Tatum do it. Guys are stepping up. And then defensively, he's been excellent too. He talked about it before the season. He was like, I want to make an all-defensive team. He's mentioned it throughout the year. He's like, the whole team's locked in. We're all trying to play the best defense. And we've seen him step it up. One of the best, and you you know about all about this because you pointed it out, when it happened. His One of his best defensive outings was the game they lost in OKC. They were horrid defensively in that game. The fourth quarter rolls around. Tatum's like, I've seen enough. I'm going to cover Shea. Shea goes 0-3, scores three points in the quarter. and the Celtics almost come all the way back from just be, seemingly being out of the game. Because he stepped up and said, I'm going to be the guy to play defense. I'm going to use my Mm -hmm. length to make this difficult. So when the playoffs come around, when you have that kind of star on your team who has the sacrificial mentality and also thinks he's the best guy on the planet, it's going to be better. And for what it's worth, and I didn't put this in the article, I should have. Last year, I'm pretty sure he was asked the same thing. And he was like, yeah, it's Giannis. Giannis is the best guy.
0: Yes, he was.
2: So now he's just like, I'm the best guy. Look at me. Respect. Good for him.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. For what it's worth, I think Tatum has a case to being the third best player in the league right now. Genuinely. Genuinely, I think that is a real conversation. I think at worst right now, he is six. At very worst. And I don't think he's six. I think Jokic is definitively one. I think Giannis is who I'd put two. And after that, people will say Luka. People will say Embiid. People will say Shea. I got Tatum. Tatum, the way he does it on both ends, the way he does defense. I think what? What'd you say?
2: Sorry, comment just to what you're saying on my article today. Tatum has been great the last nine games, especially with the playmaking. However, I think he's been the 11th or 12th best player in the league this year.
0: That is fucking insane.
2: Jokic, Embiid, Luca, Giannis, Shea, Durant, Booker, Curry, Halliburton, and LeBron. Those guys have all been better. Fuck. You could off. argue Kawhi, Brunson, and Davis <laughs> have also
0: been better so far. Fuck off. Hor- horrendous. Just tell tell me you don't like. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like respect to Luca. I think if I was going to put anybody up over Tatum, it would be Embiid and maybe Shea. Luca, sure. Defense. Tell me, like, come back. Give give me another. I'm not saying you. I'm just in general, like defense. With all due respect, Luca is a ridiculous offensive talent. He's amazing. Defense. Shea, defense. Yeah, give it to you. Um, Embiid, defense. Yes, absolutely. Tatum's consistent ability yes he has a great team this year but like he's he he averaged 30 for a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year 30 like like people don't understand like that was a very good basketball team yes Tatum was by far the best player in that team with all due respect hmm. Embiid had Harden last year yes Tatum had a good good supporting cast excuse me but like Let's stop acting acting like Tatum's had. I saw a thread today. Let's stop acting like Tatum has had these super teams his whole career. His his rookie season, everyone was hurt. It was him in the playoffs the whole way, right? Like, and at, that's how that he game. became a star. Yes, nineteen when the team was supposed to be this ridiculous team. Gordon Hayward wasn't he was was he wasn't what he was supposed to be. Kyrie was like Kyrie that year. That was the embodiment of Kyrie. Tatum had a, a, a little bit of a slump, sure. Next year, Kemba comes in. He's great. But by the time the playoff comes around, Nick Nurse fucked up his knee in the All-Star game, and it had to be Tatum. He had to be the guy. The year after that, they got fucked. They're bad. Terrible team. Two years ago, when they went to the finals, they were terrible to start the year. And then they made a run because of the defense. And who was the best player on that team? Tatum. It's not like they had six All-Stars. Tatum was the best player. And then, obviously, people hold the finals against him. That was two years ago. Last year, again, it wasn't like he had a million All-Stars. Yes, he's had great teams. Of course he's had good teams. You need good teams to win this league. I hate the narrative that teams can just, you know, oh, carry the team. You you don't win with just one good fucking player. Show me the team. The only exception to the rule is Dirk Nowitzki, who went on a miracle run with the 2011 Mavericks. Every other champion has had multiple all-stars. Let's stop acting like it can be a one-man show. And then that's how you should define the MVP. Like I'm not saying he is the MVP, but I think he is 3 to 5 in the league right now. And if he wins the title this year, I think a lot of people are going to be saying he's the best. So, um, I hope we get man. to that point. I sure as hell hope we do as well. But Oh, Next thing we have, going to the Bulls game here, um, Xavier Tillman could potentially make his debut. Obviously, oh, uh, is. this is coming out the morning of the Bulls game. Well, if if he gets in the rotation is my point. Like it is, oh, He's okay. not the injury report. Um, Xavier Tillman no longer listed on the injury report. Jaden Springer is still questionable with that ankle, uh, but we, there is a chance we get to see both of Boston's new additions against the Bulls tonight as you're listening to this. I would say Tillman has a pretty good chance to play considering they have a great rebounder of all time. Uh, in Andre Drummond and greatest kind of rebounder, not a great rebounder, <laughs> the greatest rebounder of all time. Yeah, that's kind of what Tillman does. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm very hyped for Tillman.
2: I'm excited, too. I'm excited to finally see what the Celtics brought in at the deadline. I really hope Springer gets a chance to be at least on the active roster tomorrow. Just I mean, Chicago. They should blow him out.
0: Come on. Regardless
2: of what Joe's rotations are going to be. These new guys should be able to make a debut if they're both healthy. I know Springer's questionable right now with the ankle thing. But as far as Tillman goes, I'm thrilled. This is a new guy. This is somebody that has playoff experience. This is somebody that has proven he can play defense. And I'm excited to see how he's going to look in a role similar to Cornett's, where he doesn't have much responsibility on the offensive side of the ball. And he might be able to thrive in the quick spots. Memphis ass this year has not been very good. That's where Tillman was playing his basketball. That's where he was shooting 40% from the field. His workload is going to be a little less. He's he's maybe not going to have to try and initiate anything. Yeah. Everything he's going to get is already set up for him. So hopefully he's able to make the most of it. And I'm actually a little curious to see if Missoula's going to have him shoot threes or not.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very amped for Tillman. I think he has a chance to be a real – piece of the puzzle for the celtics team uh so curious to see what he brings to the floor especially in his first games because i think it will take him a little while um to get his his feet under him in a new defensive system um but yeah we'll have to see let's uh let's jump on over to the email to in pop see what the people have to say uh there and spoiler alert we have a winner already we got to start promoting this at the start of the show this is our fault like let's let's be honest here this is our own fault however today lucky winner salem bray Get yourself some popcorn, Salem. Make sure to send us an email, hbtcpod at gmail.com with your name and phone number. Give you a $10 gift card to Inpopnito. Congratulations. Confetti. Popcorn. What you is this? It. Game three in Philly? <laughs> and the confetti happens every time. Literally, I know. I I, I
2: I noticed it, and I was like, wow, I should make I should have made this joke literally for the last four <laughs> months. Every single
0: show. <laughs> Just Salem, make sure to send us an email. We'll get you hooked up with a ten dollar inpopnito gift card. But uh, let's go to the email here. RJ, what's poppin'? All-star break filler evening, guys. Well, there are a number of Celtics topics we could flog, like the proverbial deceased equine. You're making me work here, RJ. Jeez. I, I thought I'd take this good. pause in the season to ask you two to talk about your favorite topic yourselves. Oh, God. First off, who are your favorite writers? Sports, fiction, any genre. Jack, what are your favorite musicals, <laughs> stage, or movie? Sam, besides Spider-Man, what are your favorite superhero movies or comic books? For both of you, favorite oh, ethnic gosh. food? that's all oh wait turnabout is a fair play favorite writers oh he's answering as well favorite writers are mike Royko, molly uh ivan's gail Carriger, and stephen bust musicals are singing in the rain and victor victor slash victoria comic books are comic book movies are the mask captain america winter soldier <clears throat> and the miss marvel series comic book is x-men from the mid-70s uh that claremont and Byrne collaborated on yes i'm old favorite ethnic food is indian be well rj okay sam uh, let's start with uh favorite writers sports fiction any genre anything what you got okay um favorite writers now
2: i do as much reading as the illiterate but i don't read much either there's nobody i read more than jack so jack is my favorite writer <laughs> Get
0: the fuck Out of here,
2: because I... I read more of jack's work than anybody else's and i support oh jack God. fully that's my guy he's grinding and he's got himself to the games. So Jack is my favorite writer. He did. I do read all of your piece. stuff too. So he did an excellent piece on the Joe Missoula thing today, which you already heard. Yes. Uh So big credit to him. Great idea.
0: Jack is my favorite writer. I do read all of your work on Celtics blog yeah. too, so respect. The respect is mutual. Um, I read a little bit more, I guess, than you. I read some things. Um, M- Miran Fader. I'm gonna butcher the first name. Miran Fader. She writes features for, I think, The Ringer. Still, she did like this great one on Greg Oden a while back. Her stuff's uh, like I. That's the type of feature that I want to write. So I, I mm. find myself reading her work a lot. She's awesome. Um, like I don't read many books. Like I don't read much else, like outside of <clears throat> articles and stuff. And I don't read a ton of articles. Um pass that. I'm trying to think what else I've I've read. Um, Favorite writer, Woje. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I think I'll go with that. I don't know if I have any like books or series that I I read off That I'm not a reader. I'm a watcher. Honorable mention
2: is Big Cat who technically used to blog and he he writes tweets. So
0: uh, I love to read his tweets.
2: His tweets are fantastic.
0: That works. Respect. All right. Um Jack, what are your favorite musical stage or movie? I don't watch a ton of musicals. I just did theater. Like, I don't I don't Mm. watch it or consume it a lot. Um I don't know. Like I've never even seen Hamilton. So I feel like kind of a fraud. I saw Lion King on Broadway, that was cool. I don't watch movies as much, obviously. You know what I watch more than anything? More than theater. I watch a lot of esports, which I know Sam makes fun of, but I do. I like Valorant. I'll watch that. I'll watch YouTube. I watch that a lot um that's that's what i watch i don't really watch uh, other stuff that's that's kind of what my my kick has been right now so Mm. i guess that's that's what i got for you sorry lion king is cool i was in i can tell you musicals i was in i was in anything goes i was in uh into the woods i was in wizard of oz and i was in seussical so there you go that's what i got for you all right favorite superhero movies or
2: comic books that aren't spider-man well you have to say the Dark Knight trilogy. Those are good. The new Batman is good. Um, I enjoyed all the Iron Man movies. Uh, the end of the Avengers saga was great, too. That was just a, a moment in time, really. Just pulling up to, to Endgame and the entire movie. My movie theater is at a mall. So the, in, it's not attached to them mall. It is in the own corner of the whole complex. All of the parking lot near the movie theater was taken. It was backed all the way past the mall. It was the most incredible amount of people I've seen at my Warwick Mall. So that has to be one. Comic books. I've only read some of the Spider-Man comic books. And I'll tell you, I want to say one of my favorite arcs. What the hell was it? It was early. I've only read like the early stuff. I don't know. I, I can't actually speak to that. I'm just trying to think, quick, quick other movies I liked that were comic book movies. Thor Ragnarok is a good one, which you have mm-hmm. seen. Um, oh man, I feel like I, I like the Deadpool movies too. I think Ryan Reynolds is funny. So I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that.
0: I've seen, like, two, and I like Thor Ragnarok, which is what you just said. Like, that's one of the very few that I've seen, and I liked it, so <clears throat> I don't got much there. Do you have a favorite musical, I, Sam? You watch any musical?
2: <laughs> do I have a favorite musical? I low-key feel see. like I should have. I, You know what? I've never seen it, but I like the music from Jersey Boys. I can't. I can't. Okay,
0: sure. Yeah. <clears throat> sure, sure, sure. I like, That's I've, what it's I called, just... right?
2: <laughs> Jersey Maybe. Boys. I feel like that's. Yes, Jersey they... Boys. It's a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I can sing like Hamilton. Like I sang Hamilton at a concert at my high school and stuff. So Hamilton's cool, too. I just have to. I'm they have
2: a Stranger Things play. Does that count as comic book stuff? Yeah, I feel like it does.
0: I guess. Uh, and then what is it? Favorite ethnic food? Uh, is yours Thai? Or do you just like thai. Is that? Your favorite? Thai. Yeah, I figured. I got to go either Mexican or Japanese. Both are very good. Mm. I'm a big sushi guy. But like chicken katsu. This shit is very good. Chick-fil-A. You get that. Well, I don't know if yeah. I think that counts. Um, depends but...
2: where you're from. <laughs> I don't if think you're that from counts. Canada, Chick-fil-A's ethnic food.
0: <laughs> Not for us. It doesn't count for <laughs> us. <laughs> thank you, RJ. We appreciate it. Good evening. Those are always fun. Those are fun. Uh, Built to last from Philip. Hey, fellas, your content during the break has been a lot of fun. Many thanks. Thanks, Philip. Thank you. Uh, As much as I still have nightmares about the multiple iterations of the hospital Celtics this year, I can see we are built to last. Alcets back to Max. KP has missed a lot. Our other starters have missed games, and yet they're still the top seed. Um, Injuries will impact every team. But when I look at the finals competition, I think all the other teams could have more or would have more problems than the Celtics. Do you agree? All the best, Phil. I think Celtics have done a phenomenal job at holding their team together. Still have deep-rooted issues and trust problems with Celtics, so I hope they can f- maintain this level of health, um, but I can see where you're coming from with, like, the Knicks are going through some stuff right now, the Nuggets have had their problems, Clippers, obviously, Um Thunder, not really, uh, same thing with the Wolves, they've been pretty fine, but like those are young teams. Bucks, maybe, but they've, I mean, Middleton, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I'll back it. I think the Celtics have done a pretty good job, but historically speaking, knock on wood, please.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The the other contenders do have like their own like little things going on with them. Yeah. With that being said, all the, whatever you believe in, do it to ensure health for the Celtics. (laughs) We're no longer
0: asking Jack, get the gun. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 always, always. All right. Last email of the day. RJ, what's popping the foundation for the Celtics' playoff success? Morning, guys. <clears throat> Love your tribute to KP this morning, Wednesday t- 21. That's today. Uh, it reminded me of when I. Uh, of what I think is being the beginning of intentional mindset-driven basketball for the Celtics. Of course, I'm talking about the last minute of game one in the 22 playoffs against the Nets. Uh, we know you don't even have to send the clip. Uh, everything we are seeing this year in the Celtics' strategic approach on both defense and offense are on display in this clip. The push for the two-for-one opportunity, seamlessly switching on defense hmm. coupled with the trust of your teammates, a commitment to securing the defensive rebound, everyone working the ball to advance it quickly up court, <clears throat> attacking to put pressure on the defense to bend, and finally, passing the ball crisply to find the better shot and then the best shot. It is some of the most beautiful basketball the Celtics have played all year, uh, that year, and this year they are learning to do it more and more uh, often from players 1 through 9. If the 22 team was playing speed chess here, KP's presence uh, lets them play 3D chess thanks to his verticality and vision of both ends of the floor. One additional note, this kind of basketball is more akin to jazz musicians or improv comedians knowing how to play off their partners uh, thanks to both skill and knowledge of each other's styles. It is why I like to see guys like Walsh, Cata, Springer, and Tillman get more first quarter time with the starters as we head to the playoffs so they have a the chance to become familiar with their teammates and vice versa in a way that goes beyond simply running sets. Looking forward to the stretch drive. Be well, RJ. Yeah. W. That that game was <sighs> special, Ending think. That was special stuff. <laughs> was... They make you fucking sweat. <laughs> I'll tell you
2: that. I will like, say, Sam. The they were up 15 points going into the fourth quarter of that I game. Know. They had no business having that game be that close.
0: If you want a two-for-one good, though, game, hey, <laughs> I'll give it to you. My favorite give me that game
2: one. of that run is the game two. Where they. That might be my favorite game ever is game two. Because I was there, they come back from 17 down, and Mm -hmm. it was the most like pandemonium type like stuff happening. Like Durant just dribbled the ball out of bounds and lost the handle. Kyrie Mm -hmm. loses it the next possession. Peyton Pritchard's hitting step back threes. Tatum takes over in the fourth quarter. Like it had everything. It had the Mm -hmm. atmosphere. Like you knew it was going to be a fire day because in the warmups, Kyrie was like just doing a layup and he lost the ball off his foot, and the place erupted. Yeah. What a day.
0: And hey, call back to our uh earlier conversation. You're not telling me Luca's locking up KD like that in a playoff series. You just mm. can't convince me. <clears throat> not gonna convince yeah, me. Fat. <laughs> uh thanks, RJ. Thanks, Philip. Appreciate the emails, guys. Um, quick couple of NBA things to talk about uh before we wrap up the show. Again, we did the rattles from that, so go check it out there. Even I have it, some extras.
2: I'll fire off.
0: Oh, okay, perfect, to. perfect. So uh Let's skip the NBA standings check in because
2: they're still the what, same. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Next pod. They'll be different. we <laughs> what promise. Do you want from
0: us, but the only NBA thing I put on here uh for post Matt, which I guess we should have done with Matt because it is uh yeah thing to go with his Knicks. But um the Mavs just absolutely fumbling the Jalen Brunson contract. Yeah. Jalen Brunson went on all the smoke and said the Mavs uh he asked the Mavs for a four year fifty five million contract twice. They said no both times. What the fuck? Oh my god! To be, to be fair, devastated
2: dude. He's just this was there playing with Kyrie.
0: <laughs> this was before he popped off in those playoffs. But like, damn, that's so tough. Imagine having all those picks and Brunson instead of Kyrie. You'd be you'd be pretty. And just happy. not having Kyrie. Yeah, you'd be pretty pleased. Yeah, you'd be pretty good. You you have no idea
2: what it's like not to have Kyrie. It does wonders for your franchise.
0: Man, it's just such a fumble. Jalen, dude, Jalen Brunson. I saw somebody on Twitter saying Jalen Brunson should be in the MVP race. Like everyone's getting the MVP push now, which is like, yeah, it's, everybody's, the, everybody's in the, it's conversation. the time of year. It's Jack the time of year. be
2: in the conversation. Like we've done pods every <laughs> single day for the last nine months, sometimes multiple things a day. Like, We have to be attributing, like, some of the Celtic success to us. (laughs) The fans get themselves fired up every once in a while. We do the pregame streams. We set the vibes. Like,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: we have to be in the MVP conversation. It doesn't mean we're going to win. It doesn't mean we should win, but we should be in the conversation.
0: It's the time of year. For what it's worth, I think... Before we started. (laughs) I I think you'll end up finishing, like, top 10. But, like, the point is, like... Dude, he's been disgusting this year. Like, we asked Matt, and he's like, "Yeah, he's creeping up there, my favorite Nick of all time." It's fucking crazy. Like, he's too, like he, he's just nasty. He, he's 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 there, Isaiah. I think he's better than Isaiah was.
2: I'm. Uh, like, it's genuinely. not a uh, better or worse. It's just that's what. No, he no, no, no. For
0: yes, <clears throat> yeah, 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 definitely. Which is cool. And it takes a lot for you to say stuff positive about the Knicks. I and like you him. Like Brunson. He's fine. Exactly.
2: I also like Tibbs. You see Tibbs. Uh, I meant to say this to Matt. You Mm -hmm. see, like, they were like, Tibbs, what do you do for vacation? Did you go anywhere warm? And he was like, yeah, the practice facility is 72 degrees.
0: (laughs) Tibbs is such a psycho. (laughs) Well, Missoula said he would spent the break. uh, He was going to spend the break plotting which games he could practice shit in during the second half of the season. (laughs) Missoula,
2: I know you did, like, the fake quote, but he should actually, like, be, like, 15th roster spot. Let's go. It would be player coach. Second one ever.
0: Is that allowed? Can you even do that? We need player coach. Yeah. Sure. You g-
2: can. G- I mean, LeBron basically does it.
0: <laughs> I wonder that that would be very funny. Uh, that'd be, be a good time. Um, ask him. Any- <laughs> you guys are friends. Maybe not. What, uh, what if other, he sees your
2: article uh, and really likes it?
0: If he sees it, maybe I'll ask him. Uh I doubt it though. But uh, anything, any other NBA stuff that I missed? I put this together before we did the interview.
2: Uh NBA think- stuff. We talked about doc.
0: Um, I don't think there's been much. I'm ready for basketball again. I just want the game. Basketball's
2: back back tonight. I think it's a full slate of games. Oh, I have them all in front of me. You have Celtics, Bulls, Knicks, Philly, Magic, Cleveland. That would probably be a good one. Uh, Nets, Toronto. That'll be close, but it won't be a good one. Our Pistons are playing the Pacers. Time to get set the ship right. Uh, Phoenix playing Dallas. Clippers, OKC. That's going to be a good one. That's not on national TV. Uh, Houston Pelicans. Wizards, Denver. Uh, Hornets, Jazz, Lakers, Warriors, LeBron, not playing, but he played in the all-star game In Spurs. First <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, in that case, let's go to the rat list here. And, uh, you said you had a couple quick ones you wanted to fire off that you didn't get. I to got talk about. Yeah. All right. Hit me. What you got? So
2: rat list. I slammed my head <laughs> against the, uh, the, the door frame of my car getting in. I went and got gas yesterday after I went to the gym in the morning and mm. I was devastated. It's one of those things, like when I don't know. Comments, let let me know if you do this too. I don't think you said you do this, but when I hit my head on something, I will strike whatever I hit my head on.
0: I, I've done it before. Yes, I do it like I just scratch my head it hurts still,
2: but I do it every time. That is that is like the signature move. It's a go to. I know I've bitched about this one before, and it's nothing special, but rat list these fuckers, slimy fucks at the gym. I stretch while also lifting. So I'll do my lift of like 10 reps or whatever I'm doing. And then I set up right next to the stretching cage. It's like, it's this, and if you're not familiar with the stretching cage, it's this set of like bars. It's a big arch. There's a little platform for your foot. and You can stretch all these different ways on it. I swear to God, these motherfuckers only, s- I am stretching for probably like a minute, minute and a half at a time. My lifts probably take No more than a minute. I'm not lifting for a long time. These fuckers come sprinting over. Take it right, right between this one guy, like clearly like saw me. He's like, can I use it? I was like, yeah, sure. You can use it. Like, I'm not going to be like, don't use it. Cause I want like, you know, stretch. Don't hurt yourself. Stretch is very important. This man took mad long to stretch. He was on there for like 10 minutes. (laughs) I'm like, what am I doing here? I, that's the last time I ever say yes to somebody. Tough. Gonna, they need to get a second one. That's really the solution. They need to get a second
0: delayed one. delayed you. <clears throat> he delayed, put you on a delay. Uh, I do have a quick one. So I was driving home the way this, like it's a traffic one. This The way mm-hmm. this merge works, it's like two lanes, but then it goes into one lane. Like, it's not like you have to merge onto the highway, but one lane continues and the left lane has to merge into the right. lane, Right. <clears throat> so everyone's like <clears throat> in both lanes, you get up to where the road starts to end. And everyone's like, all right, I'll get in there. I get in. I'm like, all right, so I've waited long enough. Let me get in. Someone comes fucking speeding by on the left, like into the breakdown lane, pass where you're supposed to go. And then he wants to get in. Fuck you. No, (laughs) you got to wait now. You're an asshole. You should have gone in when you knew. There's a bunch of fucking signs. It's left lane ends. Not please keep fucking driving on the grass. You're an asshole. Is
2: this on 93? Fuck off. This This is like right when you get on to go towards like after Braintree.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah, yes, yes. I know like exactly exit four, what we're like talking exit about. Exit four.
2: Yeah. If you're if Part you're, you're going to the sellers game and you're coming from the south, I mean, I guess technically anywhere in the south, but mm-hmm. you know, south of Boston, this is how you get to the game.
0: Oh no, I'm but yeah, I'm talking about coming back. This happened coming, so it's like the opposite. Oh, it happened, going, going, going back. back. Yeah, Maybe yeah,
2: it's because yeah. they shifted the carpool lane. That's
0: probably why. Exit four. Uh, no, this is better. Whatever. I know what you're really, talking. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, also, fuck the hub lane. Out on the hub lane, it does shouldn't exist. Horrible because all it does. Pretty sure they
2: do is... that to save the planet. But go on.
0: Fuck off. All, <laughs> all it does. Loves this, well, Taylor they...
2: Swift in her private jet. <laughs> hates the hub lane. Like no, no, Jack no. probably hates Tesla.
0: Not the hub lane, but the <laughs> specific part of the hub lane. So it's it's right after you come out of the tunnel on maybe it's 93, probably 93. In Boston, you come out of the tunnel. You get on 93 going towards Quincy and Braintree coming back, all this stuff. And then you go. You can either go in the hub lane or the main lane. The hub lane lasts for, like, three fucking miles, maybe two. Like, not, not a long hub lane. Correct. All it does is slow down the left lane because all, then all these fuckers are cutting me off when I'm trying to go fast. So, like, you have to go in, like, the second from the left lane, which is actually the left lane at that point because these guys are going, like, driving their fucking mom vans which first of all i i, I don't know if i said this the here i think owning a minivan would be fucking sick i'd love to own a minivan as my car i think it'd be fire fit all the fellows in the back you kidding come on like it'll squat up my buddy had a minivan in high school we just all gra- like climbed to the back seat went to sonic Damn. minivans are sick but fuck you <laughs> because the hub lane all it does is slow down the left lane because then they come in and then they're still driving as fast as they want because they think they're like center of the fucking universe get out of my way all right leave me alone right hub lane out but I don't know if I have anything else. You have anything else?
2: There is nothing more devastating than like you see the hub lane and you're like, wow, that would be nice. But you don't have anybody in the car with you.
0: See, I would never want to go in the hub lane, even with people in the car.
2: Just because it's so tight. You don't like with the barriers being close
0: by. No, 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 not even that. But that it is. It is a complete like gamble. It's like a 15 in blackjack. Like it's 50 50. You either get behind people who are going the correct speed or you get behind some fucking moron. who's going 65 cuz you can't pass them in the hub lane. Yeah, but it's there in the lane. Speed.
2: I think the only reason that you would take the hub lane is if there's traffic. So even if the guy is going like 50, you'd be going the rest.
0: You'd be shocked. <laughs> we were passing people in the Huv lane. We we're, were we're passing right. our fucking Huv lane. Yeah. It is it is rough. Anyways. That's all I got. Uh anything else?
2: No, nah, I don't have
0: anything else. I, all right. I feel like I should have had something else, but I, I don't remember. We talked about stuff with Matt. Thank you again to it. Six Rings yeah. of Steel. Thank you to Matt for joining us on the show. Uh, make sure to subscribe to his channel, Six Rings of Steel, uh, and S-R-O-S. Follow him on Twitter, at Six Rings of Steel. Uh, we appreciate him for giving us the time. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our channel. How about them Celtics? Leave us a like, which we should ask for at the start of the video, because I want to start doing that. Uh, five stars on all the platforms. Thank you very much. I'll let Sam wrap it up.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads. We have these full pods coming at you Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Talk and Seas with Bobby Kravitsky coming at you Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Friday are live streams. Maybe we'll see some live streams on Wednesday coming up. Don't worry about it. Uh, Also, on the days after the games, we'll be here in the morning to talk to you about the games, whether it's on the pod or just in its own video. And then the other days when there's no game or video scheduled, there will be a video. We're here every single day. And we're also here before every single game, a half hour before doing the pregame stream. So make sure you come hang out. Those are a ton of fun and you don't want to miss it. Come participate in all the shenanigans. You can find us on Spotify and Apple, too. The audio forms of our full pods and game recaps are always there. So if you follow us, they'll go right to your inbox and you won't miss any of it. If you want to get in touch with us via email, you can do so like RJ and Philip did today. HBTCPod at gmail.com is the way to do it. And we will read them on the next pod. Saturday we're recording. So make sure you reach out because we'll get back to you. We promise. Uh, you can also find us on socials at How About Them Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The Facebook is just the name of the podcast. If you follow us there, the streams will be right in front of you every time we do them. They'll also be on YouTube and also on Twitter. Jack's Twitter is at Jack's Money NBA Minds. at Sam France NBA. That's it for us. Bye.